fucking company in the entire goddamn world. <laughs> if we were doing pilot tinkering, it'd be perfect oh. that we're recording right now, but you fucked it up. Let's get literary. Shut up. <laughs> Fucking melodic, beautiful Be tones. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode <laughs> of Literally Literary. With us, as always, thank you, is Sean Fabernitz. Sean Fa. And, as usual, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Sean O'Brien. And as me, Mr. Joey Bonnier. Hi, yes. Hi, Joey. Hey. Do you want to explain what's going on? So today we are doing another episode of Literally Literary, and I have a grab bag, a oh jackpot. God, this so being the first time in history that Mr. O'Brien does not have books with him yeah. or on his person. Yeah. Well, I have them. I don't have them on my person. They yeah. are in my car. But it oh, they are. Oh, okay. I was oh, under yeah, the impression. Course. Yeah. That's that. Well, that's why <laughs> I was aghast. Well, to clarify, <laughs> it, well, it wouldn't have been the books that I I, I forgot to bring books for this. Yeah. Gotcha. But I always have books yeah, in my car. That, that's why I was. <laughs> Do you that, go anywhere without a book? Yeah, sure. Where? I don't know. <laughs> you liar. <laughs> to be fair, I don't go anywhere without music. If I'm, if I'm driving some, I mean, wh- what do you mean by go somewhere? I don't go anywhere without podcasts. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, for instance, you just went on a little uh, trip to mm-hmm, the East Coast, mm-hmm. and I saw pictures of you on a boat. I was on a boat, Mr. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. Yeah, that's awesome. And did you? My question is: Did you bring a copy of Ulysses on the boat? Um, If my phone counts, my phone has a copy of Ulysses on it. Yes. Yeah. It's like a uh, blankie, you know. I did. He doesn't bring the whole blankie. He just like cut off a corner and his. No, no, no. The entire blankie is there. I just shrunk it down to like a you know a small blankie form. One gigabyte size. Right, but it's it's certainly. If we're going with the blankie metaphor, it's not the, the comforting, tangible. It's not as yeah, comforting. Exactly. Holding yes, the book I'll give is, you that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It is, uh, I understand what you're saying. Yes, yeah. it is definitely a corner of it. I'm right. <laughs> as usual. <laughs> Good to make sure. All right, so let's get into the grab bag. Sure. This yeah. episode isn't long enough for us to fuck around. Yeah, um, that's true. Um, okay, so how do you want me to do this? I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> I think you should either dump them all out at once and then kind of filter through. Or you I'm should, not going to do that. Or you should you should close your Just, eyes yeah. and pick by, take a pick. Pick at random. Well, Oh, so it's going to be, a, you don't want me to like go through and well, well, you could take a couple picks. Yeah, could, bring a couple examples. Take, you'll take a pick, say, say what it is, and if you don't like it, move this, on. What a fun game. <laughs> um, okay. Keep in mind, these are heavy. all the books. Fuck, these are books that right. I wanted to throw out or donate <laughs> because I've read them all or all right. they're books that my mom has given me that I really don't this want. One, Sorry, mom. Mm. Shit. This one feels to be about. Is this like when I tried to sell my copy of Free Willy to the UCD guys and they just made fun of me? All right. My eyes are closed. I've grabbed a book. Feels like a Bantam Classics type of book. Oh my God. He knows the publisher. (laughs) It feels like a thousand pages. Feels like a a, a glue binding. It's Game of Thrones. Uh, a feast of crow, a feast for uh, crows. It's like one. Yeah, of the I gotta random, say, there are all, right. all the Game of Thrones books in there, so they oh, might. Oh, well, why the fuck did you? Okay, <laughs> what? I read them you all. Just spoiled. There's like six books. Yeah, that could have been a thing. Is this your first time, Joey? <laughs> have, have you been on podcast? <laughs> right, my eyes are closed. Um, what do we got here, Michael Moore, dude. Where's my country? Ooh, hmm. that'll be a fun little pile tinkering thing to piss people off. That was a movie, off. right? Uh, dude, where's my car? Uh, <laughs> uh, I have Kurt Vonnegut, slapstick, a novel. Hmm. And I assume this seems valuable. This little guy, maybe I don't know. Twenty dollars. Ooh, shit! <laughs> it's more than most of my it books. It is not a first edition. First uh-huh. declarate printing. Oh, cool. Nineteen seventy-six. Kurt Vonnegut. Okay, eyes are closed again. Mm-hmm. And I'm reaching. It feels like another Game of Thrones book. 
Game of Thrones, <laughs> Clash of Kings. <laughs> well, Did you I read really, all the games, yeah, games of Thrones? I read all the, but the last one. I have George R. R. Martin, of Game of Thrones. That could be fun. Ooh, just that's to start the first off one. With. Yeah. The first yeah. one's good. Um, I, I assume they're all the same, aren't they? No. Some are worse. Those guys have all the fun inside the world of ESPN. That was actually a good read. Okay. And the, the pen is mightier. Classic myths to read aloud. <laughs> pandering. <laughs> some pandering insanity here. How uh, Feels like another fucking Game of Thrones or something else. Fuck is like a fucking oh, textbook. What is it? The owner's manual for the brain. Jesus Everyday Christ. applications for mind, blow, mind brain research. That sounds like fun. What the mm. fuck did you get these books from? <laughs> uh, half my parents. None of these are literary. <laughs> Tom Wolf, the electric Kool-Aid acid test. That's slightly literary. Is it? That sounds like fun. That's definitely literary. Close! And a Game of Thrones, or a sort of... of Game of Thrones. Is that it? We just have a bunch of Game of Thrones books? Game of Thrones is literary. And that's the end. That's the end. Okay, cool. I feel like there's a few good picks in there for you. There's plenty of good picks for us, Joey. All right. Okay. Oh, I'm I'm supposed to pick? No, you don't get well, to too often. So sometimes you pick. I, I feel like I picked the last one too. Yeah, but I feel like you're not going to get a surprise bag for a while. Probably not. If that was the bag, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I'm going to take a sip of coffee, as I think. Oh, <sighs> let's all sip coffee, Sean. Jesus Fall. Christ! Tell again, us what's going on. Abandon me to talk about books. <laughs> uh, the owner's manual for the brain. That sounds like something I would actually read, uh, but it's like fucking huge, so I'd probably never pick it up to begin with. Yeah, this looks fun. The owner's manual for the brain. Uh, we've got uh, Tom Wolf electric Kool-Aid acid test, which I think is what I think it is. But then again, I've been surprised by Well, it's not simply the best books. book on the hippies. It is the essential book. Mm. The pushing balloon heart of matter. I thought Hells Vibrating Angels dazzle. A dayglow book illuminating. Mary, Excuse surreal. me? That's a, not a cool term. It is an astonishing book. Mm. Electrifying. An amazing book, book. That definitely gets not Wolf cool. the edge yeah. on the nonfiction. Oh, it's nonfiction. What's it about? Yeah, it's like a, uh, it's, isn't it an account of like some of the first LSD trips? Oh, I get it. Electric Kool-Aid acid test. No, yeah. That's fun. Yeah, it's more of like a uh, Classic myths to read out thing. loud is like crazy mm. pandering. Sounds like fun. Yeah. It's like, uh, I knew this was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm flinging dust into my coffee, Joey. Jesus Christ. I'm flinging dust into my Clean coffee, your Joey. books. The story of Theseus. Let me cover your coffee. Theseus? Aww. Theseus. The shit-covered god? Theseus. Well, there's like, you know. Theseus, Theseus went into the lab, right? Theseus, I can no. read whatever. No, 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 he did not. No, that's Daedalus. No, 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 that's Perseus. It's, the, it's Daedalus. No, that, w- that was the. Who went into the labyrinth is Daedalus. Daedalus that, and Icarus. That was uh, a space What do you station. mean, no? Yes. Didn't Perseus there's, beat Medusa in the labyrinth? No, it was the fucking Minotaur in the labyrinth. It was oh, King Minos. I can do. Do you want? I I I think I've done oh, yeah, the we've entire. Had this conversation. I did the entire story of Daedalus, <laughs> like from beginning to end. And who the hell is Theseus? The I think I made the same space station. Theseus joke. was another sailor, but Theseus's ship is the whole fun, like um, possibly the feces joke too. Exactly, feces us. Um, Theseus has the, so there's the Theseus's ship, which is um, Theseus's it's a, it's ship. a thought experiment. Mm-hmm. If you oh yeah yeah yeah. So if you were the, to take if you change everything out, is it still the thing? Right. So Theseus's ship, you know, needed was you know worse for wear, and so mm-hmm. needed some repair. Um, so you know, if you took a board out and replaced a board, and then you take it, you know, well the nails had to come too, and then the next board, and over time, if you replace every single piece of the ship, yeah. is it still the same ship, mm. Joey? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Why would it be the same ship? 
I was not paying attention. I know you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you quizzing me? Teacher bullshit. Because yeah, you're looking up. I already told you. You're looking up Daedalus, aren't you? No, I'm looking up Perseus. Oh, okay. Good. I didn't know who he was. I, I was curious. I did kind of know that he beheaded Medusa. Yeah. Well, we've done some classic myth stuff. I I don't uh, know if I do. We want to do the classic myths. That's always nah, fun. You know, it's. Just because it's probably never going to come up again, I, I'd say do the the thrones. Okay. Sounds like fun. I thought I got to pick Sean. Sorry. I'm kidding. I was totally picking. That's hey, the one Sean I picked. That's the one I wanted. Yeah, no, that's why I was You so knew that's sad. the one I wanted. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, Sausage everywhere. A Game of Thrones by George R. R. Martin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a pirate. <laughs> no, he's a dog. That's a South Park thing. That's Butters. Do you watch South Park, Joey? Have you ever seen the show? It's a good show. You should check it out. <laughs> Why so, can't I also make a pirate reference when you say R R R? Because pirates that's very don't say specific. R R. They yes, say they do. R. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. But it's very different. They R-R. don't say R. They, so, they do go R. It's, it's also no, a specific they don't. They reference. They go R. What's a, what's a pirate's favorite letter? I'm assuming it's R. P. <laughs> um, okay. So this one's for Melinda, guys. Mm. From Linda? Book one of a the song entire book of is a letter that ice. he received. He didn't even write it. There's a whole big map in oh, there. Oh, fucking maps. That's yeah. like the opening of the show. So with we have all the, the haunted forest the up in the far north. Then we have a wall, the great big beautiful wall. They built a wall um, and the Northlings paid Wolf's for it. And Winterfell. This looks like fun. I wonder what happens in this book. I actually haven't really watched or have read. Have you not seen the show? Surprising, considering really. how much you love yeah. story. Well, with fantasy, I don't. For some reason, I don't oh, like getting should, yeah. lost in fantasy worlds. I don't mind it, but I, you know, if you ask me what happened in in like Lord of the Rings, I'd say I, I don't know. Trees but walk. You, but wouldn't you say that Ulysses is kind of a fantasy world of one day? No, I would not say that at all. <laughs> but it's not real to you because you've never lived in that time period. So it's kind of fantasy. So everything that's not, so everything imaginary I didn't is mean fantasy. Yeah. Nothing before 1980 actually exists. I mean, yeah, kind of. Not fa- well, no, fantasy. Even if it was way. just something I didn't experience, would be fantasy. Yeah. If it's everything that, if it's that far off, your normal okay. human that's experience. not what I mean when I say fantasy. The Russians are. I know fantasy. it's not. I mean, a made-up world. Okay. So there you go. Ireland is fantasy. <laughs> and if you really want me to get into Ulysses as far as why it's not analogous, I will. But we'll do that another time when we get back but into Jimmy you, J. You do like myths, classical mythology. I like, yeah, sure. It's a made up world kind of. No, no, absolutely. I, I don't. So to, to clarify, I, it's not that I dislike them. It's that I don't get lost in them. We'll get fucking lost. <laughs> Prologue. Make like a tree and butt out. It's like Pro- a screen door. Do you guys want me to read this? <laughs> on a submarine. We <laughs> <laughs> on a battleship. Okay. George R. R. Martin, A Game of Thrones. Prologue. So, book before the book? We should. <laughs> Once upon a time. <laughs> this book's really long, Sean. <laughs> you want me to get started? Ugh. We should start back. Garrett urged as the woods began to grow dark around them. The wildlings are dead. Do the dead frighten you, Sir Wormer? Waymer? Waymer Royce? Am I saying that right? Worms are from Waymer Royce? Honestly, I forget who these characters are. They're not important characters. They're all dead now. Yep. Do the dead frighten you, Sir Waymer Royce asked with just a hint of a smile. Garrett did not rise to the bait. He was an old man, past 50, and he had seen the lordlings come and go. Dead is dead, he said. 
We have no business with the dead. Are they dead? Royce asked softly. What proof have we? We saw them, Garrett said. If he says they are dead, that's proof enough for me. Will had known that they would drag him into the quarrel sooner or later. He wished it had been later rather than sooner. My mother told me that the dead men sing no songs, he put in. My wet nurse said the same thing, Will, Royce replied. I thought they told no tales. Never believe anything you hear at a woman's tit. There are things to be learned even from the dead. His voice echoed too loud in the twitlet in the twilight forest. Twitlet forest. We have a long ride before us, Gary pointed out. Eight days, maybe nine, and night is falling. Sir Wimmer Royce glanced at the sky with disinterest. Does that every day about this time. Are you unmanned by the dark, Garrett? Will could see the tightenings. <clears throat> Will could see the tightness around Garrett's mouth, the barely suppressed anger in his eyes under the thick black hood of his cloak. Garrett had spent 40 years in the Night's Watch, man and boy, and he was not accustomed to being made, of light, made light of. Yet, it was more than that. Under the, under the wounded pride, Will could sense something else in the older man. You could taste it. A nervous tension that came perilous close to fear. Will shared his unease. He had been four years on the wall. Yeah, he had been four years on the wall. The first time he had been sent beyond, all the stories had come rushing back and his bowels had turned to water. He had laughed about it afterward. He was a veteran of a hundred ragings by now. Rangings by now? Yeah, rangings. Rangings, sorry. He, like, was a, he was a veteran of a hundred rangings by now. And the endless like dark missions? wilderness. No, like if you are a ranger, exactly. one right. who ranges. Right, so. A, mission. a patrol. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, if is a mission the same as a patrol? Yeah, pretty much. Kind of. In this sense, yes. Okay, sure. I mean, like tours of duty or. No, it's specifically rangings, like leaving Castle Black and going out to the north and coming back. Okay. So we're at Castle Black right now. We'll find out, I guess. Uh, we're, 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 we're north of the wall. He was, a, he, was a veter he was a veteran of a hundred rangings by now in the endless dark wilderness that the southern, that the, the Southron, right? Southron called the Haunted Forest had no more terrors for him. I can't fucking see. Sorry. Um, oh, can you hit that guy? Yeah, let's do that. Oh, I can see. Shawnee, thank you. Sean uh, just gave some light to the su subject. Let me shine some light on the situation. The white hot light of shame. Until tonight. Something was different tonight. Were you don't looking for a thing? Don't what, do are you, what are you trying to do? Too late. What do you want to do? It's too late, man. You want to do a sound effect, but it was too it. late. As long as we're affecting. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> Until tonight. Something was different tonight. There was an edge to this darkness that made his hackles rise. Nine days they had been riding north and northwest, and then north again, farther and farther from the wall, hard on track of a band of, wi of wilding raiders. Was there Each, a storm? Please tell me they were riders on the storm. I don't know. Each day had been worse than the day had come before it. Today was the worst of all. A cold wind was blowing out of the north, and it made the trees rustle like living things. All day, Will had felt as though something were watching him, something cold and implacable that loved him not. Garrett had felt it, too. Will wanted nothing so much as to ride hell-bent for the safety of the wall, but that was not a feeling to share with your commander, especially not a commander like this one. Sir Waymer Royce was the youngest son of an ancient house with too many heirs. He was a handsome youth of 18, gray-eyed and graceful and slender as a knife. Mounted on his huge black destrier, the knight towered above Will and Garrett, Will and Garrett on their smaller garrons. He wore black leather boots, black woolen pants, black moleskin gloves, and a fine supple coat of gleaming black ringmail over layers of black wool and boiled leather. Is the moleskin so he's quiet? 
Sir Raymer Royce had a sworn brother of the Night's Watch for less than half a year, but no one could say he had not prepared for his vocation. The sound joke. At least insofar as his wardrobe was concerned. His cloak was his, was his crowning glory, sable, thick and black and soft as sin. Bet he killed them all himself, he did, Garrett told the barracks over wine. Twisted their little heads off, our mighty warrior. They had all shared the laugh. It is hard to take orders from a man you laughed at in your cups, Will reflected as he sat shivering atop his garron. Garrett must in have felt cups? the same. Cucks? Mormons said we should track them, and we did, Garrett said. They're dead. They shan't trouble us no more. There's hard riding before us. I don't like this weather. If it snows, we could be a fortnight getting back, and snow's the best we can That's hope for. two weeks. Ever seen an ice storm, my it's lord? Fortnight? Yes, it is. Okay, it is. <laughs> the lordling seemed not to hear him. He studied the deepening twilight in the half-bored, half-distracted way he had. <laughs> Will had ridden with the night long enough to understand that it was best not to interrupt him when he looked like that. Tell me again what you saw, Will. All the details. Leave nothing out. Will had been a hunter before he joined the Night's Watch. Well, a poacher, in truth. Malister free riders had caught him red-handed in the Malister's own woods, skinning one of the Malister's own bucks. And it had, had his Malister's? You going to say that fucking thing enough? I just kind of feel like these books can be nothing but constantly introducing new people, <laughs> just because of like the, the the rate at which people are killed off. Like, especially just, considering these dudes are about to be goners. Yeah, exactly. Like every person you see in the what TV the fuck show. With the spoilers. I don't know what's going Calm on. Calm down, everyone. Dude, it's Game every, of Thrones. Everyone, everyone dies. Knows this. I, everyone Jones, I'm, dies. I'm reading it. Does I'm excited. Everyone <laughs> dies. Every name you read is gonna die. Oh, well, <laughs> this sucks. That's the game. You should always assume someone's gonna die in this game. Yeah. That's what sweet, makes it fun. Sweet Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, it had been a choice of putting in the black... You play the, the wind black or you hand. die. No one could move through the woods as silent as Will, and it had not taken the Black Brothers long to discover his talent. The camp is two miles farther on over the ridge, hard beside a stream, Will said. I got close as I dared. There's eight of them, men and women both. No children I could see. They put up a lean... Sorry. In the house? They, they put up a lean-to against the rock. They put up a lean-to against the rock. The snow's pretty well covered by they, now, they but I can still make it out. North of the wall? No fire burning, Stop. but the fire pit was still plain as day. No one moving. I watched a long time. No living man ever lay so still. Did you see any blood? Well, no, Will admitted. Did you see any weapons? Some swords, a few bows. One man had an axe. That's S-words? Heavy-looking, double-bladed, a cruel piece of iron. It was on the ground beside him, right by his hand. Did you make a note of the position of the bodies? Will shrugged. A couple are sitting up against the rock. Most of them were on the ground, fallen-like. Or sleeping, Roy suggested. Fallen, Will insisted. There's one woman up in Ironwood, half hid in the branches, the far eyes. He smiled thinly. I took care she never saw me. When I got closer, I saw that she wasn't moving either, despite himself. Despite himself, he shivered. You have a chill? Royce asked. Some, Will muttered. Chill. The wind, my lord. The young knight turned back to his grizzled man-at-arms. Frost-fallen leaves whispered past them, and Royce's oh. destrier moved restlessly. What do you think might have killed these men, Garrett? Sir Waymer asked casually. He adjusted the drape of his long, sable cloak. It was the cold, Garrett said with iron certainty. I saw men freeze last winter and the one before when I was half a boy. Everyone talks about snow. What is half a boy? Everyone talks about the snows. Where are the dragons? And now, and how the ice, winner, winner, winner. <laughs> and how the ice the show's wind comes howling out of the north. But the real enemy is the cold. 
it steals up on you quieter than will. And at first you shiver and your teeth chatter. That was really, hold on, hold on, hold on. That was really appropriate. You just said the enemy is the cold. And you were talking about what's this book? Winter. The cold and winter coming. It's coming. Everywhere. It's coming down your face. Yeah. (laughs) At first you shiver and your teeth chatter and you stamp your feet and dream of mulled wine and nice hot (laughs) fires. It burns, it does. Wait, what is mold wine? Mold wine is fortified wine. So oh. it's um yeah, it's 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 like, like uh Mangria? Sort of. Sort <laughs> of. It's it's more I like that, it's yeah. more like beer. <laughs> mm. It tastes more it's like, like a, a mead? It's almost like a mead. Mm. It's almost like a mead, but it's way sweeter. So mold <laughs> wine, yeah. It's 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 more spiced. I'm sorry, it's spiced wine. Oh. I'm totally wrong. Everything I said was wrong. Okay. Mold wine is spiced wine. I was thinking mm. about sack, <laughs> which is a long story. Yeah, you were. Yeah. <laughs> Always think about the sack. That's, that's, mold wine is, uh, yeah, it's spiced wine. So mm. it's, just, it's just wine with like a bunch of different fucking whatever spices, rosemary, gotcha. sage, Is that parsley. just because it was like <laughs> shitty wine and they had to like cover it up? Yeah, more or less. Right. More or less. It's actually not bad. So there's a place on La Brea that, that mm. sells mold wine in the winter. Mm. Good. Joey, no, I don't want to make a stupid joke. I'm going to continue. No, you have to say it. No. I'm it, sipping coffee, so. I've heard of triple sack before. Is there double sacks? That's a stupid joke. I was actually serious. <laughs> that was a joke. I don't know. Is there seriously double sack? Nothing burns What's triple like sack? Is that sack? Sack? No. Yeah, that's like a... Uh, triple sack. I think it's like peach schnapps or something. Uh, it's not a schnapps. It's or, a triple sack? It's, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's, it's a like liqueur. an apricot it's like liqueur. Thick, yeah. Oh. Nothing burns like the cold. But Sack is funny. While. It's a funny word, guys. Then it gets inside you and starts to fill you up. And after a while, <laughs> you don't have the strength to fight it. It's easier just to sit down or go to sleep. Wow. Say you don't feel Death any pain like toward great. the end. First you go weak and drowsy and everything starts to fade. And then it's like sinking into a sea of warm milk. Peaceful-like. <laughs> Such eloquence, Garrett, Sir Waymer observed. I never suspected you had it in you. I had the cold in me too, Lordling. Garrett pulled back his hood, giving Sir Waymer a good long look at the stumps where his ears had been. Ooh. Two ears, three toes, and the little finger off my left hand. I got off light. We found my brother frozen at his watch with a smile on his face. Sir Waymer shrugged. <laughs> you ought to dress more warmly, Garrett. Garrett glared at the Lordling, the scars around his ear holes flushed red with anger where Master Amian had cut, away holes, his, huh? cut his ears away. That's, we'll see how warm you can dress when the winter term. comes. He pulled up on a hood what, what, and hunched over his garren, silent and sullen. He doesn't have ears. If Garrett said it was cold, Will began. Have you drawn any watches this past week, Will? Yes, my lord. There was never a week when he did not draw a dozen bloody watches. What was the man driving at? And how did you find it, Will? More importantly, Weeping, what was he driving? What kind of car? Weeping, Will said, frowning. He saw it clear enough now that the lordling had pointed it out. They could have froze off. Not if the wall was weeping. It wasn't cold enough. Royce nodded. Bright lad. We had had a few light frosts the past week and a quick flurry of snow now and then, but surely no cold fierce enough to kill eight grown men. Men clad in fur and leather, let me remind you, with shelter near at hand and the means of making fire. The night smile was cocksure. Will, lead us there. I could see the dead men for myself. And then there was nothing to be done for it. The order had been given, and honor bound them to obey. Will went in front, his shaggy little garron picking, picking his way careful through the undergrowth. A light snow had fallen the night before, and there were stones and roots and hidden sinks lying, lying just under its crust, waiting for the careless and the unwary. Sir Raymond Royce came next, his great black destrier snorting impatiently. 
The warhorse was wrong mount for ranging, but try and tell that to the lordling. Garrett brought up the, brought up the rear, the old man-at-arms muttering to himself as he rode. Twilight deepened. The cloudless sky turned to deep purple, the color of an old bruise, then faded to black. The stars began to come out. A, moon ro- a, mo- a half moon rose. Will was grateful for the light. We can make a better pace than this, surely, Royce, uh, Royce said when the moon was full rising. Not with this horse, Will said. Fear had made him insolent. Perhaps my lord would take care of the lead. Would take care of the lead. Would care to take the lead. Sorry. So Raymond Royce did not deign to reply. Somewhere off in the wood, a wolf howled. Ow! There we go. Will pulled his gown over the ancient gnarled ironwood and dismounted. Why are you stopping? Sir Waymer asked. Best go rest. Best go the rest of the way on foot, my lord. It's just over the ridge. Royce paused a moment, staring off at the distance, his face reflective. A cold wind whispered through the trees. His great sable cloak stirred behind something like half alive, something half alive. There's something wrong here, Garrett muttered. The young knight gave him his disdainful smile. Is there? Can you feel it? Garrett asked. Listen to the darkness. Will could feel it. Four years in the night's watch, and he had never been so afraid. What was it? Wind. Trees rustling. A wolf. Which sound is it that unmans us so gated? Garrett. When Garrett did not Werewolves answer, Royce slid really? gracefully from the saddle. He tied to the destrier securely to a low-hanging limb. Wind cries Mary. <laughs> well, well away from the other horses and drew his long sword from his sheath. Jewels glittered in its hilt, and this moonlight ran down the shining steel. It was a splendid weapon, castle forged and new made from the look of it. Will doubted it had ever been swung in anger. The trees press, press close here, Will warned. That sword will tangle you up, my lord. Better a knife. If I need instruction, I'll ask for it, the young lord said. Garrett, stay here. Guard the horses. Garrett can we, can we stop you quickly? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think of it so far? I don't know yet. Well, let's, let's just analyze a little bit. Yeah, we're uh, what do you six analyze? pages in. Yeah, we got to stop and talk. We're not six pages in. Yeah, we are. Do you we're like, the do you like this thing. writing? How would you compare it to a classical writing that you're enjoying? Yeah, is, th- is this sucking you in? I mean, it's fine. We're almost done. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> I'm reading. <laughs> I mean, okay, know you we'll like stop. reading. Oh, we'll th- stop. No, um, it's all right. It's just th- you know, this is one of the few times he's reading something for the first time here. So uh, that's a uh, well, maybe I am hooked. Maybe I am more hooked than not. Um, mm-hmm. It's easier to read, certainly. That it's not you know, it's not great. It's not bad, but mm. not uh, uh, flowery prose. But I think the, it's easier to I read than some of the other stuff we've been reading. Of course, yeah. Yeah, of course. So, I mean, it reads. It flows. It, it reads easily. Well, yeah. And that's what it's designed for, though, isn't right. it? It's like, yeah, it's yeah, so you can just It's the read junk it. food it's not... of reading. It's not necessarily <laughs> literature. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not, not quite Does it qualify? Food. Like, okay, yeah, that's a good point. This is the first, um, you it's know, non, uh, uh, non-literature type of thing, more well, or less. I, I was thinking even broader than that, non-public domain. Like, this is. Oh, yeah, you're right. Wow. Uh, first time we're, you know, going into uh, modern literature, I guess, right, or yeah. modern writing. Writings. Oh, so no. does well. I, I mean, I I don't think we're getting sued. I don't well, know. R. R. Martin can take us down if he wants. You George, know, sue R. me R. for what? But um, it, like, does this classify as literature? Sure. 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 Oh, so like any fiction work is literature? No. No. Um. It's okay. So, I guess the only reason I'm saying yes is because. 
it seems to have so much renown. Mm. And it's been praised. Is that is literature gravitas? Kinda, yeah. Yeah. Mm. There's there's an element of it of literature that kind of has to have at least in my mind, and I, I would but say then we're probably going to get into the fucking capital and lowercase shit. Is on there you. bad literature? No, 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 no I not could necessarily. be handing out literature on the street, and <laughs> oh, well, sure, but that's just a different definition <laughs> yeah. of it. I don't think there's a, like a, okay. there, there's no there's no delineation of okay. what would be a better, you know, a yeah. more liter like the yeah. idea yeah, of literature. Exactly. Of it. No, I mean just as far as colloquially uh, speaking, tinkering for more of yeah. a <laughs> Collo- say uh, one, two, three, or four. <laughs> yeah, it's all the same. It's all the same in this. I, I mean, colloquially, sure. If it's if it's gotten critical acclaim in a sense it, yeah. it it becomes elevated more to literature than not i would say no it's a fantasy novel on the surface of it mm. um but because of its renown i'd be willing to yeah, say, say does that does that disqualify like jules verne and shit like i mean that's well no i mean I, that's the thing it could or could not it if you, i'll put it this way if you are going to argue that a book is literature, I'll hear you on anything. <laughs> right you on. know what I mean? Yeah. And if if you can make an argument that it's sort of, it's yeah. it's attempting to... My um, algebra book is beautifully written. Well, perhaps, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's possible. You totally. know, absolutely. Like, if you could make the argument that it's attempting to push the form forward, that mm-hmm. it's that it's using language sort of with, with an element of mastery to it... Um, it, then sure, it, it, in a weird mm. way, that's this. That's just scratching the surface of what it is could be literature, and I'm fine with it. But could it ever be nonfiction? Sure, absolutely. So, like a biography could be literature. Absolutely, could be literature. One hundred percent. I mean, a, yeah. A, a fun- well, I guess like Ben Franklin's autobiography, and that would probably be considered be, literature sure. at this point. That's like one of the more common books. I mean, I, I I will honestly go so far as to say like a fucking, you know, a, a recipe could be literature. Hmm. You could write it in such a way that it, it it can, you know, transcend just what it's supposed to be, which is just instructions as to how to cook this thing. Like that Tool song that's like egg salad in German. <laughs> that's amazing. I totally forgot about that until this <laughs> very second. You're totally right. That's right. It was just egg salad in German. Something like um, that. Ew. Well, yes First of all, egg no. salad's gross. So well, no, it's just the re- they like literally read the recipe for something like yeah. egg salad in German, and it just sounds like yeah, very Rammstein-y sort of yeah. uh, frightening, but it's yeah. German, a sandwich. German's uh, not allowed to be literature in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> too rough. Um, too rough. Does that answer your question as far as does yeah. this qualify as literature? As much of an answer as I'll ever get from you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll put it yeah. this way. Like I, my, I would need to have read much more of it in mm. order to say it's literature right now. You know, I'd be like, okay. Reputation alone. Reputational. Yeah. If I had just picked this up, mm-hmm. I probably would say it's not literature right knowing on. nothing yeah, about yeah. it. Perhaps maybe, but at the same time I'd be respectful and say, well, sure it could be, it might be, I haven't read enough of it. Okay. So um, wait, hold on. A typical fantasy the, novel would not be literature in your mind. Probably not. Well, I think this oh. goes back to his idea of like, uh, remember, I don't know if we ever actually did it on air, but we uh, uh, had him rating movies and nothing got lower than a five. So I think that's just like a, you know, a general threshold. Like he, you know, uh, respects anything that actually finished. Well, oh, yeah, but no, no, that uh, the. Okay, to clarify, <laughs> to clarify, you're right. I mean, I. Whether a book is good or not is totally different from whether it's literature. Right on. You know what I mean? Um, so literature just is almost in my mind a genre, like mm. a, 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 a subgenre of all genres. Like anything can become literature, like I said. Yeah. Not everything not everything is literature. Some stuff can be intended as literature just because it's like I'm going to try to make a fucking masterpiece. You know I, what I mean? I was watching Footloose last night and the tiny town wanted to ban Slaughterhouse-Five. 
Sure. <laughs> sure. That, that works. Um, really? Yeah, that was, I, yeah. <laughs> um, shall I keep reading or do you yeah. want me to analyze what was going on no, first as far as like, because you did, so we answered the literature question. Do you have any questions as far as anything else? Like something symbolic oh, or? Pretty straightforward. Some something? random dudes are walking in the snow. I mean, yes and no. They're rangers. They seem cool. There's three dudes. There's Will. So hang on. Porthos, Porthos and Aramis. <laughs> um, there's a lot of darkness. The dark against the white. I feel like it's like a similar, it's very Shakespearean opening though. Uh, really? Do not. I don't know. Maybe it's not Shakespearean. Maybe it's like a Kurosawa or something where you like open with three characters that aren't necessarily any of the main characters. How, we don't know any of that though. Yeah. How do I know who the fuck these people are? I know. Well, I mean. Oh. I've, just because you don't know, I mean, this is just, you know, oh, okay, sorry. You, you're actually in the seat that we normally are. Got it. You know? Okay. <laughs> so, so these people are nothing and they're all going to die. The, essentially. Like in this scene, basically. Yes. Yeah. Shall I just get to that then? Yes. Is right. that the end of this chapter? I, I hope they die at the end of this chapter because I yeah. can't. Yeah, there it is. Okay. Um, okay. Ova. Um, yeah, it's at the end of this. This, this is certainly not exciting yet. Yeah. yeah the thing the is, thing. I wish we we started from like halfway in this chapter. Evidently. <laughs> mm. well, yeah. um, hindsight. I mean, I'm almost done though. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'll just try to skim forward. I'll find it at least. Do it. Um, the other slid forward on silent feet. No, that would be the other thing. Come forward. The other. Well, I'm trying to figure it out. The Literature. other. Yeah. Yeah. This makes it. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Get down. Whis Will whispered urgently. Something's wrong. Royce did not move. He looked down at the empty clearing and laughed. Your dead men seem to have moved camp. Will. Will's voice abandoned him. He groped for words that did not come. It was, it, was not, it was not possible. His eyes swept back and forth over the abandoned campsite, stopping on, on stopping, ugh, campsite stopped on an axe. A huge double-bladed battle axe still laying where he had seen it, untouched. A valuable weapon still lying where he had seen it, sorry. By the way, fun, fun side note, laying versus lying. Mm. Lies like when there is... When you don't tell the truth. <laughs> you can lay something down. Um, something can be lying down. So you can like lay yourself down, but if you are lying down, you're lying down. You're not laying down unless you, you are actively laid. laying down. You can get laid. I, damn it. I was going to make a laid mm. joke. Oh. Why are we both dirty? On your feet, Will. Sir Waymer commanded. There's no one here. I won't have you hiding under a brush. Yeah. Reluctantly, Will obeyed. Sir Waymer looked over with disapproval. I'm not going back to Castle Black, a failure on my first ranging. We will find these men. He glanced around. Up the tree. Be quick about it. Look for a fire. Will turned away, wordless. There was, no use to there was no use to argue. The wind was moving. It cut right through him. It went to a tree, a vaulting gray-green... He went to a tree, a vaulting gray-green sentinel, and began to climb. Soon his hands were sticky with sap, and he was lost among the needles. Fear filled his gut like a meal he could Made not digest. Out. He whispered a prayer to the nameless Fear. god of the woods and slipped his dark fire of his... Uh, slipped his dirk free of its sheath. His dirk? He put it between his teeth Dagger. to keep his bowl, his hands free from climbing. Is that a mispronunciation or is the that taste, another word? That's dirk. Another word that you don't know. Okay. The taste of cold iron in his mouth gave dirt. him comfort. Down below, the lordling called out suddenly. Who goes there? Will heard, uncertainly, Will heard uncertainty in the challenge. He stopped climbing. He listened. He watched. The woods gave answer. The rustle of leaves. The icy rush of a stream. The distant howl of a snow owl. The others made no sound. Will saw movement from the corner of his eye, pale, pale shapes gliding through the wood. He turned his head, glimpsed a white shadow in the darkness. Then it was gone. Branches stirred. What is a white shadow? Greeting. Yeah. That's then it was the gone. joke. Branches stirred gently in the wind. It's not, it doesn't quite work, though. Uh, think of a bunny in the snow. 
I, I mean, like a samsquench. Sure, okay. You know, white on white. I understand. Polar I bear. It. Then it was gone. Branches stirred gently in the wind, scratching at one another with wooden fingers. Will opened his mouth to call down a warning, and the words seemed to freeze in his throat. Perhaps he was wrong. Perhaps it had only been a bird, a reflection on the snow, some trick of the moonlight. What had he seen after all? Will! Where are you? Will, Sir Waymer called up. Can you see anything? He was turning in a slow circle, suddenly wary, in a, wary with a sword in hand. He must have felt them as Will felt them. There was nothing to see. Answer me! Why is it so cold? It was cold. Shivering, Will clung more tightly to his perch. His face pressed hard against the trunk of the sentinel. He could feel the sweat, sweet, sticky sap on his cheek. A shadow emerged from the dark of the wood. It stood in front of Royce. Tall it was, and gaunt, gaunt and hard as old bones, with flesh pale as milk. Its armor seemed to change color as it moved. Here it was white as a new-fallen snow, there black as shadow. Everywhere, dappled with the deep gray-green of the trees. The patterns ran like moonlight on water with every step it took. Will heard the breath go out of Sir Waymer Royce in his long hiss. Come no further. Come no farther, the lordling warned. Warned. His voice cracked like a boy's. He threw the long sable cloak over, back over his shoulders to free his arms for battle and took the sword in both hands. The wind had stopped. It was very cold. The other slid forward on silent feet. In its hands was a long sword with none that Will had ever seen. No human metal had gone into the forging of that blade. It was alive with moonlight, translucent, a shard of crystal so thin that it seemed almost to vanish when seen edge on. There was a faint blue shimmer in the, of the thing, a ghost light that was played around the edges, and somehow Will knew it was sharper than any razor. Sir Waymer read it, met him bravely. Dance with me, then. He, he lifted his sword high over his head, defiant. His hands trembled from the weight of it or perhaps from the cold. Yet, in that moment, Will thought, he was a boy no longer, but a man at the night wa night's watch. The other halted. Will saw its eyes, blue, deeper and bluer than any human, human eyes, a blue that burned like ice. They fixed in the longsword, trembling on high, watching the moonlight running cold along the metal. For a heartbeat, he dared to hope. They emerged silently from the shadows, twins to the first. Three of them. Four. Five. Sir, War Sir Waymer must have felt the cold that came with them, but he never saw them, never heard them. Will had to call out. It was, it was his duty and his death that he did. duty. He shivered and hugged the tree and kept the silence. The pale sword came shivering through the air. Sir Waymore read it, met it with steel. When blades met, there was no ring of metal on metal, only a high, thin sound at the edge of the hearing, like an animal screaming in pain. Royce checked a second blow, and a third, then fell back a step, another flurry of blows, and then he fell back again. Behind him, to right, to left, all around him, the watchers stood patient, faceless, silent, and shifting patterns of their delicate armor making them all but invisible to the wood. Yet they made no move to interfere. Again and again, the swords met until Will wanted to cover his ears again. The strange, anguishing keening of their clash. Sir Waymer was panting from the effort now, his breath steaming in the moonlight. His blade was white with frost. The others danced with pale blue light. Then Royce's parry came, to be, came a beat too late. The pale sword bit through the ringmail beneath his arm. <clears throat> the young lord cried out in pain. Blood welled between the rings. It steamed in the cold, and the droplets seemed red as fire when they touched the snow. Sir Waymer's fingers brushed mm -hmm. his side. His moleskin glove came away soaked with red. The other said something in a language that Will did not know. His voice was like the crackling of ice on a winter lake, and the words were mocking. 
Sir Waymer Royce found his fury. For Roberts, he shouted, and he came up snarling, lifting the frost-covered longsword with both his hands and swinging it around in the flat sidearm slash with all his weight behind it. The other's parry was almost lazy. When the blades touched, the seal shattered. A scream echoed through the forest night, and the longsword shivered into a hundred shivered into a hundred brittle pieces, the shards scattering like rain of needles. Royce went to his knees, shrieking and covered his eyes. Blood welled between his fingers. The watchers moved forward together, as if some signal had been given. Swords rose and fell, all in a deathly silence. It was cold butchery. The pale blade sliced through ringmail as if it were silk. Will closed his eyes. Far beneath him, he heard their voices in laughter sharp as icicles. Is ringmail better than chainmail? When he found the courage oh. to look again, a long time had passed, and ridge below was empty. He stayed in the tree, scarce daring to breathe, while the moon crept slowly across the black sky. Finally, his muscles cramping and his fingers numb with cold, he climbed down. Royce's body lay face down on the snow, one arm outflung. The thick sable cloak had been slashed in a dozen places. Lying dead like that, lying dead like that, you saw how young he was. A boy. He found what was left of the sword a few feet away. The end splintered and twisted like a tree struck by lightning. Will knelt, looked around warily, and snatched it up. The broken sword would be his proof. Garrett would know what to make of it, and if not him, then surely old, old bear Mormon of Master Amon would, would. Sorry. Then surely that old, that old bear Mormon of Aster Maimon. Would Garrett still be waiting with the horses? Nice Mormon. He had to hurry. Will rose. Sir yeah. Waymer Royce stood over him. His fine clothes were a tatter, his face a ruin. A shard from his sword transfixed the blind white pupil of the, his left eye. The right eye was open. The pupil burned blue. It saw. The sword broke and fell from his nerveless fingers. Sorry. The, sword, the broken sword fell from his nerveless fingers. Will closed his eyes to pray. Long, elegant hands brushed his cheek, then tightened around his throat. They were gloved in the finest moleskin and sticky with blood. Yet the touch was icy cold. Cool. That's the prologue. Yeah, a little... Uh... Uh, Stephen Kingy paid by the wordy. What's uh, the douchebaggy level? What's the douchebaggery yeah. level? I mean, because I like the show, it's harder to say, but just based on that alone, douchebaggery level is fairly high. That's like a, a six or seven. Okay. Out of uh, 10, I assume? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's not, it, that doesn't sound too douchebaggy. It's, it's a lot of uh, blowhardy words. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. And you're, so there, yeah. wait, there is like a, what would be something that's like a five? Um, A five is. Um, like total neutral douchebaggery, or no, is it? no, neut- like no douchebaggery is a one. Like that is the best, or a zero rather. Yeah, yeah. Oh, got it. Oh, wow. So it's really high that yeah, douchebag yeah. level. Yeah, it's fairly douchebaggy. Got it. Yeah, got it. Okay. Yeah. So uh, and there's no comedy for you. Exactly. That's got the hardest it. part. Um, well, that and like I guess just being a fan or knowing the show, mm-hmm. just knowing that these characters are absolutely nothing. Like I don't even remember them. I don't. You know, they were probably just like two seconds of the opening okay. of the thing. Well, this one guy does survive. Oh, does he? So the Will, show. like Will, uh, doesn't become a thing. Like Will, Will's cat. Like we, you know, Will just witnessed all this shit. And he does become. Back. He becomes important for really? one reason only. Oh. Does, he doesn't really last much longer, but oh, he does okay. become important for the gotcha. next couple episodes. Uh, for the next I episode. feel like almost every single metaphor he had is is um is uh oh, what's the word? Weather related. Oh. Yeah. 
Uh, or I guess nature related too, in a way. But like, for the most that, part, that is he's obsessed a with that. Yeah, yeah. He, that's definitely a thing. From my understanding of the books, it's weather and food. Oh, okay, he's into the food. Yeah, that's that's what I weather expected. And food. Uh, apparently, it's it's uh, renowned for its lengthy descriptions of food and ingesting. Oh, things. got it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's fine. I guess I, don't know. I had fun. Yeah, I mean. Based on that, I, I certainly wouldn't be compelled to keep reading. It's not really indicative of the book that much. No, not at all. I mean, I can't, I'm, or at I'm, least I'm, not the story. That reads reading. more like a medieval zombie movie. Yeah, it's not really that. It's. I mean, there definitely is that element, but it's not. Although that's how they set up the show to begin with, and that never really paid off. Too. Yeah. It's fine. I don't. You know, I don't mind. Yeah, I, I guess it's. But it's weird thing. that the meat of the story, like the rest of the book, does not really deal with it that much. Doesn't relate to it. Oh. Well, yeah. why then? Why is it set up this way? Foreshadowing, possibly. Yeah, it really just like Metaphor. introduces a metaphor of what? Metaphor for what? Well, it introduces supernatural and like just that that's out there, and then that like informs the tension for the rest of things. So we're just always waiting for whatever. Oh, so then there isn't a lot of supernatural in the rest of the bo- the story. Not then? really, no. I mean, other than like dragons and you know random acts of magic, I guess um, it is fairly unsupernatural. What happens it, in the book then? Or what uh, happens? Um, I, well, I'm only aware of the TV show, and it's been a while since I've seen the first season, but uh, everyone dies pretty much. You know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Literally Literary. Jesus What was that? I was gonna hit like something else. I was gonna hit this. Jesus Christ. Literally literary. Goddamn millennials. Thanks. Fallcast.com. Am I a millennial? Thought I was something else.